Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah. Happy re-inauguration week. I wore my very best uh, fuck Trump gown for the yeah. re-inauguration, which I was looking for something a little uh, less subtle, but I couldn't, This I needed bigger letters, but uh, this will have to do. <laughs> Should we be watching it right now on TV? It's, it's noon. Yeah. It's time. I don't, well, listen, I, we have Jen Kirkman for you for yes, happy we hour. That's, we can have nice things again. True. If you get your fucking vaccine. Really, really have zero fucks left to give yeah. about unvaccinated people's feelings. They are lodged up the rat's ass yes. that well, I give about their fucking feelings. Welcome, welcome to my side. Okay. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm teetering toward the bloodthirsty caucus. But Jen Kirkman makes everything better. Does she not? She does. Every single time. Yes. And Barb, 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 Barb McQuaid, she and uh, Joyce Vance and Lawrence Tribe wrote a great piece about how Trump must be yes. prosecuted uh, for this uh, coup. It's yep. a coup. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eric Holzer, well, he said to call him Eric. I call him your highness. But anyway, he said the C word. Coup. He doesn't use that lightly. So we will talk to Barb about all that. And then we will just have fun and frivolity with. uh, with Yes. Yes. yes, With Jen Kirkman. (laughs) Happy, happy hour, mother. You guys. Have fun. Her name is Barbara McQuaid. Attorney Bob McQuaid. McQuaid is the best. University of Michigan law professor, former prosecutor, just all around awesome. Barbara McQuaid joins the final showdown belongs to McQuaid. Oh, hi. Good morning, Barb McQuaid. Uh oh, yeah. hang on. on. Hold, please. Hold, please. Oh, what a morning to not hear. Hi, Bart McQuaid. Hi, can you hear me? Uh oh. Oh, dear. Okay, hold, okay. please. We, we were caught by some uh, yes. breaking news. Not type good stuff. morning for yes. that to happen. Okay. Good morning, Bart McQuaid. Good morning, Stephanie. You know, with that theme song, you'll, you'll get me coming back every time. It's <laughs> very flattering. <laughs> That's how we lure you into our lair, to my underground lair. Well, so you're, you know, the piece you and uh, Joyce Vance and Lawrence Tribe wrote, here's a roadmap for the Justice Department to follow in investigating Trump. Um, everybody's talking about it. And of course, this was before Rosen. So you had tweeted, former acting AG Rosen is spilling the teens, sharing documents with the DOJ and Congress about Trump's efforts to pressure him regarding election fraud. Better late than never, but he should have come forward before Trump's second impeachment trial. That's exactly what I said. But yeah. has what's happened it affected anything in what you guys wrote the, the all this stuff that is broken down with Rosen talking. I, I, I think it only makes the argument stronger that yeah. there is sufficient predication 
to investigate criminal conduct here. And I, I also want to say, we don't know that the Department of Justice is not doing that, uh, right? If they were had opened a criminal investigation, the ordinary procedure is to keep that quiet while you're doing it. So it is possible that they have. But if not, man, is it time. Um, and these recent revelations about Rosen um, and the letter from Clark uh, and the pressuring of B.J. Pack, the U.S. attorney in Georgia, all of these things really only add uh, to the, the, the mounting evidence that there's a crime here. Barb, um, it, it, it's interesting. I think it was Daniel Goldman last night that said he was a little nervous about Rosen talking so much. He said, if he was my witness, I don't know that I'd want him talking, testifying in all these places. What is your take on that? Because the most important place, as you said, is the DOJ. And why isn't there a grand jury yet? Can you talk to us yes. about that? Well, and, and I think Dan raises a very good point, which is uh, you know a lesson that was learned in the Oliver North case. Mm-hmm. Oliver North testified before Congress. He was compelled. And when you're compelled to testify, you can assert your Fifth Amendment right. And so they gave him immunity when he testified before Congress. Mm -hmm. And he did, and he told the whole story. And then he was prosecuted criminally. And although he wasn't compelled to testify against himself criminally, it was difficult to unring the bell because his statements had become so widely known in the public domain that, that the judge said his prosecution was tainted by his congressional testimony. So as long as Jeffrey Rosen is testifying voluntarily, Yes. that he is coming forward and he's not being compelled to testify, then it's still possible to charge him with a crime. I, I also think that as we get closer to the inner circle, they have to be careful about that as well. People like Jeffrey Clark, mm-hmm. who yeah. is the uh, assistant attorney general who was all on board with Donald Trump, apparently, to uh, run this ploy. Yeah. Uh, and Mark Meadows, the chief of staff at the White Thank House. Thank you. You know, If they were to compel some of these people it could make it more difficult to prosecute them down the road. So they do have to be careful as yeah, they get closer. With, with our impatience, yeah. Um, interesting uh, side fact about Oliver North. When I hosted Equal Time uh, on CNBC, mm-hmm. I actually called him a crook to his face. And he got very cranky about the fact that he got off on a technicality. But my point is, he was technically a crook. <laughs> Who was mouthing yes. off about, I don't know. Convicted what? by a jury. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was. So uh, you caused some hubbub because you said uh, Jeffrey Clark should be very concerned with being indicted, for, which seems kind of clear to me. But you said, so President Trump was urging the leadership of the Justice Department, like Jeffrey Rosen and his deputy and uh, Clark, and they wouldn't play ball. Donald Trump did find a willing participant in Assistant Attorney General uh, Jeffrey Clark. And the public reporting is that Clark met privately with Trump, completely forbidden under department policies. Communications are to be done in a formal way. Um, you said this is so far out of the lane of the Justice Department providing legal advice to states about how they can engineer a different result in their state. Um, he, Clark, laid out that roadmap for them. So I think Jeffrey Clark and anyone else involved should be concerned with conspiracy charges. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to ask you about, because those of us, um, what do we call ourselves? Law and order lawyers. We just right. from watching law and order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? They should be in prison for what is that? OK, but we don't know for what. So your piece laid out. For what, right? And conspiracy is what for the first thing you said, conspiracy charges, correct? Yeah, and it's, this is a little bit different from the traditional conspiracy charge that we typically see. You know, conspiracy usually just means an agreement to violate some other law. There is also a federal statute that is sometimes referred to as a Klein conspiracy that comes after a case called Klein. And that makes it a crime to conspire with others to defraud the United States by undermining the functioning of some segment of the government. And so here, conspiring with people to undermine Congress in their effort to certify the election or the Electoral College, that itself is a crime. It's also a crime, Stephanie, 
under voter fraud mm -hmm. uh, statutes to conspire with others to defraud the voters of a state from the outcome of their election. So there are a number of potential crimes that are available here. Of course, the facts matter. I don't know that they have uh, a case ready to go to trial today, but that's why you investigate. You have a grand jury investigation. You talk to all the relevant people. You look at all the relevant documents and emails and draft letters like this one and conclude whether a crime was committed. But it certainly looks like there is sufficient evidence to investigate that criminally. Well, speaking of which, somebody had tweet tweeted the January 6th committee considers whether to seek Trump White House call logs as investigators eye next steps. And you said, what's to consider? The old-fashioned courtesy <laughs> given to the executive branch does not work with a president who breaks all the rules. Right. Get those phone records yesterday, you said. So... Yeah, you know, I, I think that, man, if we haven't learned anything yet about uh, Donald Trump, it is that he is going to, in his own words, fight all the subpoenas. Um, we saw this in, during his administration where he was able to stonewall and drag his feet and drag things out well past the election. Normally, in an administration, Congress is reluctant to serve legal process on the executive branch because they have this respect for the separation of powers, and they go through a process known as negotiation and accommodation where they work together and they say, what do you really need? Could we give you this? What if we gave you just that? Uh, and they work out some agreement because both sides are working very hard to protect the institutions as well as their own self-interest. Here we see no such effort by the Trump administration to protect the institution. It's all about self-interest. So if we haven't learned that lesson yet, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to fire off those subpoenas because you're not getting anything through accommodation and negotiation out of right. this administration. Well, and it's interesting the words, again, this us non-legal people throw around, but you said the term coup gets overused. But in this draft letter, Jeffrey Clark prepared for DOJ to send to Georgia, it's the roadmap for overturning a presidential election, advising a state how to conduct his election is not the role of the DOJ. I mean, Eric Holder, who we just had on last week, who asked me to call him Eric, but we settled on your highness. Uh, <laughs> but he used the word, I mean, that's not a small thing, is it, for a former attorney general to use the word coup? I mean, he used no, the word. No, it's not. And I don't use it lightly either. You know, I think it gets overused. But uh, this really was an effort to undermine the outcome of the election. And this time, Donald Trump had the apparatus of government that he was trying to use to effectuate that result. So, you know, asking the Justice Department to intervene in, and you know, that draft letter that Jeffrey Clark wrote uh, reportedly was also drafted for, for six states, not just Georgia. It said, you know, we, we've detected some very serious fraud in your state, and here's the path that you could use, state of Georgia and uh, five other states, if you simply declare your election failed, then you can throw your election to your Republican-controlled legislature, yeah. and they can decide how to select the electors and cast their votes for the president. Um, this was an effort to use the Justice Department to provide not just cover, but directives to these states to, to throw their elections yeah. to Trump. Yeah. I mean, thank goodness we had some people of integrity, like Jeffrey Rosen and others, who refused to play ball. I, I just wish they'd come clean before yes. the impeachment, Me too. Yeah. it all happened in December and early January, yeah. uh, and not and not now. I said that. Aren't you supposed to blow the rape whistle while the rape is happening? Aren't you supposed to <laughs> prevent it? No. Right. Okay, I'm just asking. So, um, I thought it's interesting as a professor, you know, and uh, at a uh, you know, it's a, the Wolverines far superior to the uh, Roll Tides in Alabama that Joyce Vance, you know. You my, said that, not me. My but point. I, 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 I concur. I'm going to say the opposite next week to her. But my point is. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, as you're talking, Barb, I started thinking, like, how do we teach the history of this era? It really is quite extraordinary legally, isn't it? That he yes. was installed in office through cheating 
accepting the help of a foreign government to legally be elected, in my opinion, only through giant, you know, 10 counts of obstruction of justice was he that not prosecuted, I guess. He tried to cheat with Ukraine to, to, you know, to stay in office, and then he tried to overturn the election when he lost. I mean, it's an extraordinary legal story, isn't it? It is, and let's hope it stays extraordinary. My concern is that this becomes the new normal, that there are people like Trump who may be a little less clumsy about it and a little more sophisticated than he was, but follows that playbook uh, to uh, you know, use disinformation, uh, to bully people, uh, to get uh, uh, political support from uh, fringe groups who want to marginalize others, you know, finding a path to victory there by you know, busting all the norms and all the values that we have as a country, um, I think that's the goal, is to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And one way to do that is by deterring future actors. Thank you by prosecuting this one. So quickly, let's do this piece that you you and uh, Joyce Vance and Lawrence Tribe wrote that everybody's talking about. So just such great points. By failing to investigate Trump just to demonstrate objectivity would itself be a political decision and a grave mistake. If we are to maintain our democracy and respect for the rule of law, efforts to overturn a fair election simply cannot be tolerated. Trump's conduct must be investigated. Um, and you, you say all you talk about a lot of the facts already. You say none of them, you know, prove a crime beyond a reasonable doubt. But together, they clearly merit a criminal investigation, which, as you said, we hope is ongoing already. Um, so then you talk about phone, text, records, emails, memos, uh, witness testimony to obviously do the investigation. So let's talk about just quickly because I know you mentioned it, but the conspiracy charge. It's a federal crime for individuals to agree to defraud the United States. Um, so, and you said Bob Mueller included, again, talking about the bookending of this extraordinary mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm. So that's one. And then you said another possible charge, obstruction of official, an official proceeding, which would be January 6th. And then you talk about RICO, which we love just because then we get to play this for you. A RICO charge. Um, they would need to establish Trump was associated with an enterprise affecting, affecting interstate commerce, such as the office of the presidency, and committed at least two racketeering acts. RICO. Okay, so (laughs) what, because that's, these are, you're taking us through the roadmap of what the actual legal charges are. So how likely do you think RICO is? I think that would be one of the more uh, extreme charges, but not unheard of. You know, we laid out all of them from the most modest, encouraging a federal employee to engage in inappropriate political activity in violation of the Hatch Act at the lower end all the way up to seditious conspiracy and inciting an insurrection. I put RICO closer to that far end, but it's not unheard of. In my former office, for example, we charged the former mayor of Detroit with using his office as the mayor Mm -hmm. as a RICO enterprise. Uh, It just means that you are using it for criminal activity and that you have engaged in more than two racketeering acts. Extortion counts as a racketeering act. And these threats to um, the Secretary of State in Georgia and the acting attorney general that he would be replaced if he didn't uh, go along with this plan, those could constitute extortion. So it's worth looking at, I think. Um, And it also, I think sometimes people um, are misled to believe that the, 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 the leader, the defendant, must use his office solely for criminal purposes. And that's not yeah. true. The mayor of Detroit did all kinds of good things for the city. He conducted business, um, but he also used it as the source for extortion and bribes and fraud in public contracting to the tune of $84 million. And so uh, we could see a multitude of crimes coming out of the Trump White House, and they could be charged and packaged as a RICO. And 
And citing insurrection, I get that you said, you know, could be First Amendment, that's iffy, but t- t- seditious conspiracy to me sounds, to me, the most dead on here. Um, that, I mean, in terms of the entire plot. Yeah, it could very well fit. I think one of the challenges, I charged seditious conspiracy once, and the reaction to it was people expect like an army with tanks rolling down the street and guns blazing. Now, January 6th gets us pretty close. Um, we'd have to show that Donald Trump intended for that to happen, I think, and it might be difficult. But seditious conspiracy really can be committed in a number of ways, and it is simply an agreement to overthrow by force uh, the government of the United States, levy war against the United States, or uh, fight the authority of the United States. And I think that's the piece, the fighting the authority, that you could charge for January 6th. And the conspiracy... Um, and so it's a possibility. Yeah, and the conspiracy, I think it was Glenn Kirshner said, conspiracy really just means two more than one or you know, two people conspiring to commit a crime, which to me, the whole uh, Jeffrey Clark Trump thing yes. already oh, seems yes. like it's you know met that bar. You know? Right. Even if you don't succeed in your end, it is the agreement and uh, an overt act in furtherance of the agreement to make sure you're serious about it. Sometimes people talk tough and don't really mean it. But if they take an overt act in furtherance of that conspiracy, then that is sufficient proof that the agreement was uh, violated the law. And Barb, is it consciousness of guilt in the law when Trump said, you know, oh, I know you can't do that, but just say it was corrupt, Look and I'll take you. and you I'll take care of it. More the rest. than a law and order <laughs> well. lawyer, consciousness of guilt. Absolutely, um, you know, consciousness of guilt is you know some evidence that what you're doing is you know is wrong, mm-hmm. and so the just say it was illegal and I'll do the rest. I, I think suggests that I'm not asking you to do a lot of things that are illegal. Just this one little thing, and I'll take care of the rest. Because I know you're uncomfortable with following through and doing an actual investigation. And I know you know it won't really amount to anything because there's no fraud there. But just if you just say that there is, I'll, I'll take care of the rest. I think yeah. it is absolute uh, evidence of consciousness of guilt. Wow, I'm going to be a guest on Sisters-in-Law. A plus. <laughs> wow. I'll be the law student on Sisters-in-Law. Yeah. You got okay. an A plus from the professor. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you ended the piece. Attempted coups cannot be ignored. If Garland's Justice Department is going to restore respect for the rule of law, no one, not even a yep. former president, can be above it. And fear of appearing partisan cannot be allowed to supersede the, that fundamental precept. Um, we real quick, Barb. Before we go, we talked about the Pentagon mandating um, uh, COVID vaccinations. You said it last. Better that uh, common sense comes late than not at all. Um, tell us where we are because it seems like constitutionally, mandates mandates are are constitutional. I guess is what, what yes. I'm getting to. Even before full authorization, tell us where we are before and after full FDA authorization. So legally, it goes all the way back to the early 1900s when. There was a smallpox outbreak Mm -hmm. and the state of Massachusetts mandated vaccines. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled that that was permissible. Um, And so it is legally permissible. I think the worry is the political backlash. If you force people to do this, will it incite violence? Uh, Will people not uh, accept it? And so I think that the baby steps, the baby steps have um, been an effort to you know, persuade as opposed to force people to get the vaccine. There's also that status, and I'm no expert in the FDA rules, but it's still in its emergency stage. Yeah. And so I think that for that reason, there have been some relu- there's been some reluctance to mandate it. It is expected to uh, lose its emergency status and just get whatever is the non-emergency normal status. Right, full. In, in which case, I think we may see more mandating. And I think the military has said um, by September 15th, one way or another, we're going to mandate it. And, yeah. and hopefully by the, I think they're hoping by then, 
that it is his the emergency status has lifted but they say even that we it just we can't have our national security readiness if if we are all susceptible to and COVID-19. i hope i hope it starts a tsunami of of mandates yeah. everywhere barbara well, can i just say of the a i just got on my law exam the fact that i did it <laughs> under extreme pressure of breaking news and losing you i think <laughs> i should there's some, there's, there must be an a plus for today but okay <laughs> thank barb, you, Stephanie. thanks so much sisters in law is the podcast yeah. it's fantastic thanks barb We pause from happy houring for me to uh, just to apply a little genucel because uh, we continue to get trumped even though he's gone. We still have Trump stress, right? Uh, If you right, if you and masks are back because of COVID idiots and mask holes. Mm -hmm. So I'm just telling you, masks are back. What means you focus on your eyes? I love this entire skincare line, but your eyes, oh my God, millions of men and women, right, have this problem. Under eye bags, puffiness, all that stuff, crow's feet when you smile, Uh, frown line, everything around my eyes, I do with the new Genucel Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Um, Susan from Jersey says, I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. Instant effects. Chamonix says you will get results in the first 12 hours of your money back. They guarantee it. Order now, get 50% off. What? All Genucel packages for summer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That is love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Do it, get it, do it, get it. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. Jen Kirkman, you. Oh, hi. You asked earlier, can I zoom in? Because I'm coughing and I'm like, you filthy COVID playground. Stay home. <laughs> I know. In the old, it's my acid reflux acting up as it does some mornings. And in the old days, I'd just come in and clear my throat a lot. Mm-hmm. And good? but I was like, what if it's COVID? I don't want to kill anyone. I know yeah. it's not. Yeah. But you know, eh, I don't if. know. Breakthrough cases. I don't know. My friend's uh, uh, son and his pregnant <laughs> wife both have a bre- uh, breakthrough cases. I mean, you know, the headline is the vaccine works because, you know, they're not, yeah, it's not very mild. Yeah. But, you know, these <laughs> COVID idiots, Jen, it's just, first of all, we don't know the long-term effects. So you're still giving it to people, even that are vaccinated. Yes. You are making it mutate and having all of us have to go through this all over again and mask and go back into lockdown if that's where we're going with this. I mean, it is really Ugh. dire. The fact, Jane, I'm Jen, that, we, uh, that we're at the same level as we were without a vaccine is just the height of idiocracy, right? It It is blowing my mind. I mean, we knew this was possible because we knew there'd be a variant that they would spread. Right. I guess I just, I don't know. I, I can't believe I'm shocked, but here I am shocked again. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I'm worried about the winter. You know, I want a booster for everybody. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, that's that's when I become xenophobic because I know WHO said no boosters until everyone in the world's vaccinated. I'm like, no, I'm going to need mine October 1st. <laughs> like, I yeah, want mine as me. soon as I as right. We're ready because yep. of these variants. Like, And we wouldn't need it if it weren't for these idiots here. This would be over. We wouldn't have to worry about booster shots. <sighs> I wish they could all just go live on an island or something. You, I don't I, listen. I you COVID t- island are talking in the new. I, first of all, you're a teasy little minx on Twitter. You drop all these really good stories and then go only on my podcast. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. I'm trying to I, that, trying to lure people over there. You can't really talk about things on Twitter because then you get the reply people, right? You know that are just like, well, some people don't have fingers. You know, like anything you say, you're like, I painted my nails today. Well, you know, some people don't have fingers, so this is insensitive. So I, I just try to <laughs> the finger you, you hear from the fingerless podcast. society of America. 
Yes, yeah. I do. They somehow managed yeah. to. It takes them a long me. time to type a letter. Hey, come on, that's not Stephanie Miller. Oh, I'm just right. saying, it takes a while to get a hate letter. To You're going to get calls. Oh, yeah. well. Cards and letters. Oh, not really. It's going to take them a while, too. No, thanks to Siri. Call We're Stephanie. Only Miller. on the air for 45 more minutes. <laughs> they're they're going to dictate cards and letters to you. Okay. Um, but you do talk about anti-vaxxers on Instagram. What can you can you share one thought for free about anti-vaxxers? Yeah, of course. Well, I made this little video about like what I wish I could say to anti-vaxxers, like explaining that the vaccine is actually natural. It just gives your immune system what it needs to fight COVID. Yeah. So anyway, I, I made a little video and I put it on Instagram and I didn't realize how many anti-vaxxers follow me. Oh, the boy. comments were horrendous. Oh, they were like, God. the government's trying to kill you. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. So I just had to block everybody. So I'm down to one follower on Instagram. But yeah, I could. And it's all these like, <laughs> it's me. And nuts. I love everything you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just health nuts. You know, I mean, yeah. that's the scary thing is it's not just the right wing. It's yoga moms in Brentwood, California. You know, it's yeah. it's that faction of people coming for me, yeah. too. Well, I, you know, my anti-vaxxer friend, Jen, like, that's the one thing where I, I, to some, you have some common ground in that, you know, and we always say this, I don't mean to whatever, but we're all in the healthiest segment of the population I think you can be in, in terms of eating and exercise and all of that. We all got it. Like, it's just, it's, I get about Western medicine and I don't, I've never taken any drug. I get it. That, that, you know, I want to keep my own immune system strong. But but it's a pandemic with a hugely transmissible virus. Don't be an idiot. It doesn't matter yeah. if you drink a lot of water and eat well and you're exercising, you're thin. It doesn't matter. Like, it's no. Oh, OK, it's our immune system just does not have what it needs to fight covid. But it does with the vaccine. And it's right. not you're not getting a little bit of the, the virus, people. It's not the flu shot. I know. I don't know what to tell them. I know. I OK. But, you know, I'm just a brainwashed sheep. Yes. And that's that's, you know, yeah, here I go again with my. Yes, there you go again. Um, I Well, listen, <laughs> on teasy little minx territory again, you said I could tell you about the time I was hired to pretend to be a psychic at a high school graduation party <laughs> or the tampon scandal that my network special net with Netflix special caused. I mean, you can't tell us any of this. There's nothing for the Stephanie Miller show. <laughs> no, I'll tell you my tampon scandal. OK, okay thank right. you. Stephanie, you'll love this as a woman of a certain age. Uh huh. Um, you know, eventually we stopped getting our periods. Sure. Really? Yeah, I don't. I remember that. But I mean, almost, I mean, that's I won't happen to me yet, but soon, yes, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Someday it will happen to you. Yes, it's going to happen to me soon. And um, I did a joke in my Netflix special about, you know, you ever order something on Amazon and and you don't realize you've ordered like a bulk box of something you like you think you bought one box. So uh-huh. I thought I bought a box of tampons on Amazon and I bought like a case. Oh, and so I made I made a joke about how I think I have too many, you know, like it's not going to, I'm going to be in menopause before, before I need all these. Right. But obviously it's a joke. I didn't have that many. It was like, it's fine. I I gave a box away to a friend. I, I had plenty, whatever. And uh, I made a joke that I'm going to start handing them out on Halloween and (laughs) some candy, you know, anyway, people that are just finding my Netflix special now, that was four years ago are writing to me and going, you know, you really shouldn't hoard tampons. You know, you can donate them to a, a women's shelter. I'm like, it's four years ago. The tampons are gone. I, it's a joke. I didn't really have that many. It, I, it's yes. just a joke, just an exaggeration. Uh, don't, don't be so, there. And I'm like, I can't, you can't, I hate to be this person. You can't say anything anymore. But 
you know, uh, I never thought I would have to defend that I'm uh, yeah. not hoarding. T- no, dope. I feel like more, speaking of things inside you, I don't, I don't, I feel like more people have a route <laughs> up their ass than ever before. Don't you think? Like, I, I it's the yes. same thing with us. Like, I, we get different complaints and corrections every day. Or I'm like, really? Are more people, is it COVID? Are more people just jerks or do they just have more things stuck up their Good I Lord. Can't. The rod up that man's butt must have a rod up its butt. I don't, do they not? If people lost the ability to get jokes because we haven't been doing live comedy in a while, like what? <laughs> uh, maybe people are anxious. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm used to just people being like, oh, they didn't like if I said a swear word or, right. you know, something. Like, right. I can't believe I'm offending people by saying I had some extra tampons. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I think everyone's like rushing to, fix everything every second it's I mean, like how could I you be a female comic and not have some tampon jokes right. i mean i used to do the one about that was always the one they they had to do a price check on the loudspeaker right it was only <laughs> that. the giant buffalo elephant plug size tampons do we have a price on that <laughs> okay all right that's thank you everybody that's yuck yucks don't scrap the front try the veal don't forget to try to come up to vancouver yuck yucks to see me okay uh <laughs> What? I don't know. Did you ever play? It was, like, it was a Canadian. I did. I oh. played the whole Yuck Yuck circuit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I answered I the, the I answered the phone yuck at yuck. the Buffalo Yuck Yucks. That's how I started. I answered the phone okay. in the box office. At, yeah. And so then I ended Aww. up, you know, playing Toronto and you know all the big big time. Okay. <laughs> she Jen, worked her way up, folks. Yeah. That's how well, you do it, kids. Jen, you put your finger on apparently why you're not. You said I shower every day, sometimes twice. Is this why I'm not famous? Because that's a thing now. That <laughs> yeah. Celebrities. It's not even lockdown. Some people just have decided they they're not they don't have to no, shower. It's Kristen Bell, Dax Shepard, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mila Kunis, and Ashton Kutcher have all recently in the past two weeks just announced that not only do they not shower often, they don't bathe their kids. Right. As Ashton Kutcher said, unless there's dirt on them. There's dirt on your kids. Even if you can't see it, trust me. The dirtiest people on earth are kids. You're like, I bathe. Maybe that's why I'm not Oprah. Okay, well. I mean, I. (laughs) Yeah, but so I'm like, I guess maybe I'm showering too much because it seems to be. You look, you do look shiny clean. Really delightful. You look shiny and fantastic. I'm moisturized. I'm moisturized for you this morning. I'm having a puppy prison break, so I'm going to take a break here and we'll be back with more Jen Kirkman. (laughs) Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Here's the cool thing about getting to work with Jen Kirkman is I just realized that I was in one of my favorite Jen Kirkman stand-up bits ever just now because I'm a new mother. Uh-huh. I'm a new puppy mother. Okay. And I was totally distracted during your full, whole first brilliant uh, uh, opening segment. <laughs> and is that when you said you would talk, call your friends with new kids and you'd be like, I have oh, yeah. stage eight cancer. And they're like, Billy, stop it. <laughs> and it's funny because there's no such thing as stage eight. Okay. 
<laughs> Jen Kirkman's a delight. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh, and you got nostalgic on uh, Twitter. You said, in my day, that's how you know we're old. Right. In my day, the vice president acted in the shadows as the president uh, after the Supreme Court decided the election. We slept on terrorist warnings in the PDB, which led to the 9-11 attacks. And then we started an illegal war and atali- retaliation like normal Republicans. But these Trumpers are crazy. <laughs> the good old days when they were just evil and right war criminals and just right. I miss oh. it. I miss I it miss, I miss I miss the sane evilness of Dick Cheney. I mean, I'm kidding. So, yes. I'm, so I right. have to say this. I'm kidding, everyone. I'm don't kidding. Me. It's a joke. Yeah, the fingerless lobby will don't, go after you again. Don't pelt me with tampons like Carrie in the shower. Okay. <laughs> Mostly because I, you know. Yeah. I, I don't I want to have to go give them away. <laughs> um. So, Jen, we've been saying we're, I, I've been out of carrots for quite some time now. I'm all about uh, sticks in terms of, uh, uh, but, you know, so vaccine mandates, First of all, our, our friend Ellie Mistal wrote a piece. They are absolutely, and this is being proven in court after court. They are absolutely constitutional, mm-hmm. even 100%. without the full, you know, the full FDA approval. So, I, I'm just hoping this is going to be an avalanche. But um, it's just these stories are idle. Some fear COVID vaccines more harmful than the virus itself. No, no, says no. No, you're a moron. Some argue that vaccine requirements violate their personal privacy rights. Again, uh, and let me just no. say that. You okay. Uh, chaos notwithstanding the issue has largely been settled by the courts at least so far in recent months a number of challenges to vaccine mandates already in place have been playing out in courthouse, courthouses across the country from the court's perspective the issue is more clear cut the mandates have withstood legal assault thanks in part to a 116 year old Supreme Court decision that upheld the city's authority to punish residents who f- refused to get smallpox vaccines we've been through ah. this before <laughs> yes yeah. and by the way the reason we don't have polio is because we're yes. not vaccinated right like Right. Yes. It, and by the way, the Constitution guarantees uh, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. You are getting not you, but yeah. they're getting in the way of my pursuit mm-hmm. by giving me a possible well, deadly disease. The first thing for your life They're That's the first life. thing they're that's getting. Right. Yeah. right. So it, but this is OK. This story is going to make my head explode. Still, the toxic political environment surrounding vaccine mandates has many companies considering alternatives or preparing for possible litigation. Complicating matters is misinformation about the vaccine that is rampant across social media, causing confusion and speculation, which is exactly the point of it. Right. But Disney, Walmart, Google, Tyson Foods, Netflix, Microsoft have told some or all of their employees vaccination is now a condition, a condition of employment. Um, the onslaught of Delta, obviously, is one of the things changing all this it's important this idiot attorney who's somebody defending you know mm-hmm. again he said it's important in the fight against to uh, to be in the fight against covid fascism is what he's calling oh my god okay he said i wouldn't take it in a million years i would consider cutting off a finger before doing something like that um okay that's a theme today I, the fingerless by right. the way <laughs> what yes. cut to this guy will be dead in two weeks because right. everyone who talks like that Right. We see it all over Twitter. Right. Then he died of COVID. Wah, right. Wah. And I would not want to cut off particularly this finger for you because you are number <laughs> one. What am I doing? Me? Okay. No, not you. You're giving me the finger? I'm just, no, oh, I'm right. just doing that to the camera. This finger, I need that for him. Okay. Here's my point. Uh, FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine may come um, as soon as Labor Day, as early as Labor Day. So that's like soon, soon, right? Um, full Great. approval may trigger scores more vaccine mandates across the country. Good. Um, the te- you remember the Houston hospital sued, right? That was yep. the first lawsuit. Um, 
the lawyer there said the right to avoid unwanted human experimentation dates back to the Nuremberg nine nine nine. You are not allowed. Okay. Nine 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 nine. Established after the Nazis were convicted of war crimes, um, an outraged judge flatly rejected the lawsuit. Thank you. The hospital's employees you, are not participants in a human trial. He found it reprehensible that the plaintiffs equated the vaccine requirement to force medical experimentation during the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Nazi doctors conducted medical experiments on victims that caused pain, mutilation, permanent disability, and in many cases, death. Methodist, Methodist Hospital made a choice to keep staff, patients, and their families safer. Hospital employees might either get the max vaccine or if they choose, work someplace else. Every employment includes limits on the worker's behavior in exchange for his remuneration. That's all part of the bargain, bargain the judge said. Yep. So of the 25,000 Houston Methodist employees, um, 153 resigned or were fired. So good. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Right? Like... Is there something, a psychological proof? Can someone smarter than me investigate? Do these people want to be victims? There's an obsession almost with, this is just like the Holocaust. No, it's not. But do you wish it was in a weird way? Like, I really feel these people fetishize being a victim and they're not. Or oppressed in some way. Oppressed, yeah. yeah, You're just a plain old white person. So someone's effort to keep you alive, to keep you and your loved ones alive and safe is is somehow, you know, I mean, the internment camps. You know, George Takei said, I was in an internment camp. I can assure you this is nothing like an internment camp being asked to wear a mask. You are a douchebag. And that in in addition. Well, you know, I I was reading somewhere in a... Again, this is I don't have any facts to back this up, but people can Google it, that the FDA approval situation is just a big political mess. It's not not coming out. It's not being not approved because of something like the virus. I mean, the vaccine isn't good. It's It's all internal political stuff. Well, and also it's because extra, extra caution and safety. This section of Happy Hour brought to you by my super cute uh, new cozy earth pajamas. We tweeted a picture they... and I got so many likes. People love it so much. And so many comments and people that want that top. Okay. And the bottoms. And the bottoms. Okay. I have the black with the white ribbing, which looks very like Dior or something very fancy. Yeah. But Cozy Earth is earth friendly. It is made from viscose from bamboo. Old magazine, Oprah, says these are the softest ever. They are so soft. They're so comfortable. They're so stylish. They make uh, sheets that are just as soft and luxurious, but they've taken loungewear to another level with comfy, super soft selection, gorgeous styles and colors. I have the shorts and the long pant ones, and the shorts come with short sleeve top as well. I'm so excited <laughs> okay uh viscose i'm telling you earth friendly viscose from bamboo for enhanced breathability and temperature regulation that is the uh, uh, the key you will find something you cannot lounge without at cozy earth uh best of all if you go to cozyearth.com right now enter the promo code stephanie 35 guess what you save 35 percent on their loungewear and bedding that is cozyearth.com love it love it love it promo code stephanie 35 at cozyearth.com To the members of this board, I, I believe you should all consider running for federal office. Uh, I genuinely believe you would all fit in very well in Washington, D.C. And as though, although that's humorous, it is absolutely correct because you have muzzled their voices just like you have muzzled our children. You passed this mask mandate without input from those who hold you accountable because you knew it was wrong. You knew it would never withstand the scrutiny of the public. 
I've witnessed swampy backdoor tactics from corrupt bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., but what you have done here today puts that all to shame. Jen Cookman, um, on a scale of douchitude, Madison, Madison Cawthorn, who we just played, would be where on the... The douche tutiest. Okay. So the 11. Right. Yes. Scale one to 10, maybe an 11. Okay. I, I well, think that's a 69 on the let's, douche let's, scale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's listen to one more. Make our you final. Sacrifice the social, emotional, and psychological development of our children on the altar of wokeness. This school board has God. no right to rip personal responsibility away from the hands of its citizens. The family should always come before the government. You do not know better than the parents in my district. You do not have a right to slam down mandates upon children of Buncombe County that fly in the face of scientific reasoning. Huh? The greatest threat to our children today what? does not come from COVID-19. No? It comes from woke liberal government officials like you who think they are all-knowing and all-wise. Okay, that's what? the disturbing part, the cheering. And you saw that, that in that, Alabama they yeah. cheered their own low yeah. vaccination rate when Marjorie Taylor Greene said you have the yeah. lowest. I mean, I keep saying idiocracy because we are full on drinking the Brondo. We're just, it, I, okay. it's, we're, I remember I saw that movie in the theaters and I sat there chilled to the bone going, this, this will happen someday. Yeah. And it's worse than that. Yeah. It's worse. Yeah. It's worse. I, I mean, and also they're just, they love to just throw out words like alphabet soup, woke, liberal, mm-hmm. That woke right. Right. has nothing to do. That's not even the right word. It's not woke to get a vaccine. That's not even the right yeah. term. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I just, I can't, I keep saying it. The tweet about like we're at war and the Republicans are on the, the enemy side. Like we're just, you know, late last night, Jen, they finally, uh, thank God, the cruise ship industry won a victory over DeSantis. A judge, you know, yes. like said, yes, you can require people to be vaccinated yeah. to get Please on your regulate cruise ship. Us. Yes. A petri right. dish on the sea. Right. But, you right. know, I have to say it's once again, I we're kind of left to corporations leading the way in a way yeah. that the government is too afraid to because they don't well, want to but they can't. Anyone. Right. But as I understand I mean, they it, I, guess. I, yeah. I don't think they can. I think Dr. Redletter yeah. finally explained that to us, that they actually can't. I don't even think I'm not sure FDA, full FDA approval changes that. We'll ask Barb McQuaid tomorrow, but I don't think I don't think the federal government can. I think they have have to do it this way, that it's got to be state and local and, um, you know, corporations. But you're right. It's like playing whack-a-mole with who's going to be, you know, an idiot <laughs> who's yeah. going to be, you know, care about the public health because i just think it's got to be mandated everywhere jen every business every airline and i, I hope and that's they think where we're, we're going. fascist anyway so great act yeah. fascist yeah. mandate sure. the vaccine like yeah just fine good i like the way Thank um you. and we'll, i don't we'll give you a yeah. free coupon for hitler burger fine <laughs> just sorry you gotta get what Travis. Go now to the Hitler burger, the Hitler burger, the Hitler burger. I go now to the Hitler burger to get myself my lunch. A lot of people commenting on how the Trump card is its exactly the Nazi eagle. It's, it looks exactly yeah. like the Nazi uh, eagle. Right. Um, I believe, oh, Mark Hamill, our good friend. Hi, Mark. <laughs> um, he joined in the mockery of Donald Trump's proposed card for supporters. Um, he said it's not an official former guy item unless it contains at least one misspelling yep. and or a third Reich imagery, which it, both of them. So it is it's official. Official. Mis- misspelling it's, and it's I, official. Yeah. Do they do that on purpose so that we focus on that instead of the fact that it's a Nazi it, symbol? They're quite, like, we'll throw them off. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> the red herring. Yeah. But it also Ugh. does work at Hitler Burger, just in case you're wondering. Okay. <laughs> 
That's hey, that's... speaking of tickets, Kelly got a ticket for the Madison Sexy Liberal yeah. Sexy Liberal Survivors Tour, Jen. Kicking off October 23rd, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, and it. and on pay-per-view. Uh, Kelly says, just got our replacement tickets uh, from pre-COVID. I can't wait. Vaxxed, waxed, masked, whatever you need us to be. Thanks for coming back yep. to us. Thank you. Vaccination required. Yep. Proof of vaccination but will be required. I, w- yep. I would love if you also made people get waxed and you have to show proof at the door. <laughs> Drop your pants. All right. Your vaxxed and waxed. Thank you. Okay. You can go. We should have a waxer in the lobby. Yes, exactly. They should give out waxing um, with the vaccine. Yeah, for people go. that like that kind of thing. Bill says, Steph, I still recall the time we met at Sexy Liberal in Philadelphia uh, and the meet and greet when I asked you to, uh, to kiss you on the cheek, you quickly swiveled your head to kiss me on the mouth. I may be changing some of my VIP meet and greet techniques just for COVID. Yeah. You know, we made two masks. We'll see. But we'll still Is that how COVID me. started? They said it was a me. bat in a wet market, but I think it's when you it's kiss me. that guy. That's, yeah. that's what we call sexy liberal, a wet market. Hi. <laughs> it was when you kiss that guy in Philadelphia. <laughs> Anywhere I'm out with the ladies is a wet market. Hey. hey yeah, how, how long has it been since you've been to a wet market, Stephanie? Well, <gasps> no, you know. She's been to a dry market. Ugh, um, listen. Dry and dusty. How dare you? How dare you? That's Carlos's job to talk about my nether regions and the tumbleweeds. <laughs> I think Jack Palance died in there with his eyes open. Uh-huh. Jack? Doing one-arm push-ups. Curly, are you there? I'm still back at the old bat in the wet market. What? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Kelly says, uh, staff warning, Tony Robbins quote ahead. Uh, uh, speaking of carrots and sticks, Tony Robbins once said, people will do more to avoid pain than they will to receive pleasure. So good. Let's bring the pain for back with mandates, right? It's time to bring That's the pain. Right. Lose your job. Thank you, Sean. Yes. Okay. I'm just saying, this is why I said carrots are of limited whatever. Uh, sticks. We need sticks. We are beating people with sticks. This is our carrots and sticks. We will either beat you with this stick stick. Or a carrot top will come to your house and do his act in front of you and pelt you with props until you get vaccinated. <laughs> I knew she would like that plan. I knew you would like it. Oh, okay. my God. All right. We've been Poor talking. carrot top. Right. Poor carrot. Exactly. Aww. Always gets, the butt of the joke. He, he gets so much crap. It's and true. I he's don't a nice think, guy. I've he met him. A very he's a nice, nice guy. guy. He's yes. Nice. I apologize to carrot top. And to oh, sticks. He's- He's fine. Carrot Top's not crying in his no. Yeah, and you also said mansions. Grand Illusion was not a good song. I mean, it's really? It's not a good song. Really? It is a good song. No, it's not. It is a perfectly good sticks. That's the Grand Illusion that we live in a country that's smart enough to beat COVID. Okay. We were so close. We were so close. Oh, God, I know. Um, We've been talking about this guy all morning, uh, Dick Farrell. Bless you. Is that who you are or what you do? He's the right, a Trump-loving right-wing shock jock. Have you heard of him, Jen, who described COVID vaccines as poison just over a month ago has now died from COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. In a Facebook post dated June 27th, he said he would never take the poison that Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J are peddling. I, I know I don't need it, nor ever will. After getting infected, however, he uh, friends say he called them and encouraged them to get vaccinated. He's the reason I took the shot, said one of his friends on Facebook. He texted me and told me to get it. He told me this virus is no joke, and he said, I wish I had gotten it. Um, I know someone said I, I tested negative for empathy for that story, but I, I do have some empathy for people. These deathbed confessions, they really, they are getting to me, Jen, whether, and some really? people are just sort of like, oh, I t- didn't get around to it, or I, it's hard not to 
feel something. I mean, of course, you know, the, but I know. Well, we- I do feel it for the people that are, have been completely manipulated and they didn't, they didn't harm anyone else in the sense that they don't have a public platform. But these people like a radio guy who's yelling about it, yelling conspiracy theories. Yeah. I have zero sympathy. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. People died because of his words. So bye bye. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's in your caucus. I, yes. She's in the hurry up and die caucus. Good. She's in the bloodthirsty liberal caucus. Uh-huh. Oh, for God's sake, just die. Okay. Wow. Kevin in D.C. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, everybody. Hi. I want to give two quick props. Uh, first, Jen Kirkman, props to uh, being one of the white women who clearly have black on crack syndrome and look several years younger than you are. Thank uh, you. I, I gave Veronica Mars that, too, but... You just Although if you thing. listen to Jen's rants, she does not feel it's a compliment to tell a woman she looks a That's lot right. younger because you're implying that, that she would be a disgusting old crone if she looked her age. <laughs> well, <laughs> since I didn't say anything of the kind, that's not true. But anyway, right. I, before I run out of time, I also want to give Chris his props. Man, homie, you made a groovy, gooly nerve reference. You are the king. I Holy am Christ, the dude. king. Mm. Yes. Of nerds? Of nerds, yes. Uh, of Hanna-Barbera cartoons, I'll have you know. <laughs> yes. So many nerds, so many nerds, so many rubes. And, and finally, though, yeah, I am I am at my wit's end. If we all survive, future generations, just as we look aghast at, uh, aghast at people who fed uh, people to the lions back in the day or who engaged in slavery, treated their fellow humans as, 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 as worse than, than pets and animals, we will look back at this stage and look at like the governors of, uh, of uh, Florida and Texas who completely ignore the health of their own constituents for, to make some kind of, I don't know, yeah. point, some kind of uh, 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 political point. They are insane. They are psychotic. Yeah. There, there's nothing, there's no depths to wish them ill that you can go. And anyone who believes in them and votes for them are human excrement. I'm sorry. They yep. just are. Yep. I hear you, honey. Um, yeah, this is... <sighs> talked about this earlier, Tim, but the Florida State Board of Education unanimously approved a rule that would pay parents to move their kids to new schools if they experience COVID harassment. On the heels of Ron DeSantis's executive order kneecapping school mask mandates, the state's education arm has moved to provide scholarship for kids who don't mask or otherwise shirk COVID protocols experience harassment. That's what they're calling bullying. If you tell your kid to tell the kids to, have to put masks on, parents can now claim COVID harassment over the district's COVID rules and apply for a scholarship to transfer kids to another school. A scholarship. So trying to keep kids alive is now considered bullying yep. by the right wing. Yep. No. I'll tell you what bullying is. It's in fifth grade when the meanest boy in class, my eyes used to be pretty far apart when I was a kid. I don't know. I hadn't grown into my face yet. And he said, you look like a hammerhead shark. To look straight ahead, I bet you have to turn to the side. That that's was mean. mean. Now that's, that's mean. bullying. Yeah. That's... That not wearing a mask. Wearing a mask is great for kids because it covers up any awkwardness that's happening. I wish I had a mask then. I would have worn it right over my eyes. Carol Fisher beating you up and pushing you through the bushes and at the YMCA. That's... YWC. That's me. That's bullying. Roman Gomez looking down at me during silent reading period and whispering, "You're fat." That's that's bullying. That's bullying. I'm not that we've held on to any of this. No, not at all. No, no, that's not why we talk for a living. But you know what? <laughs> Masks are great to cover up braces, acne. I say, give give them out at schools. If anything, a great white shark. No, uh, that's me. No, you don't. Nothing like a well, hammerhead. At least your eyes weren't on the same side of your head like a flounder. You what? know, I wish what? I'd had that comeback 
I wish we could go back in time and you right? could be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that sharp that's the, comeback. Like, yeah. That's the that's the chagrin of every top comedy writer in the country like you are. Yeah. Is why wasn't I an A-list comedy writer back then? Because now I have the perfect comeback for that mother. <laughs> um, more importantly, when is Mrs. Maisel coming back? It's the only thing I have to look forward to. You are a writer because you're one of the yes. best writers in the country. When is Mrs. Oh. Maisel coming? Um, I, I don't know. They haven't told me. My guess, though, if I had to guess, it's definitely going to air before the end of the year. Oh, okay. Like, they finished shooting the season four, so okay. I know that much. I only and have so the, much know, to keep me going. You know what I saw? The first uh, episode of L Word that our friend Rosie O'Donnell was in. When she did right. Sexy Liberal Virtual, yep. she told us she was out here taping L Word. And yep. I just saw that. Okay, it's fantastic. Okay, and morning show's coming back, and then all I have to live for is Mrs. Maisel. That's it. Well, it's coming, baby. It's coming. Okay. And they're big fans of yours, as you know. Right. What happened to what the creator was supposed to come on the show? What's her, what the creator? Amy Sherman, Amy Sherman Palladino. Um, yes. She probably got busy making the show. I don't know. Okay, well, yeah, tell that's her. that's right. I was supposed to hook you guys up. Oh, tell- I've, I've emailed with her. She... Listen, tell her about the power of the- Stephanie Miller. What Dr. Mia Bloom we just had on last week, and she just tweeted. She said, thank you, Stephanie Miller. My book is in the top 20, uh, 20 of Amazon again after one appearance on my show. Come on, Amy Sherman Palladino. I know you already have your lousy with Emmys. She won the show's the already a big hit, but imagine how big we could make Mrs. Maisel if you would just come on. It's already so pretty true. big. Pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Jen, this is why we may not be able to have nice things ever. This would, of course, be a man from... Florida. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Port St. Lucie man is facing serious charges after being accused of biting part of a man's ear off during an altercation at a hotel. The victim told police everyone involved were friends and on vacation. One female in the group <laughs> One female in the group uh, had passed out. Williams placed her in a maintenance wheelbarrow and was pushing her back to a hotel room. <laughs> Williams was dumping beer on her and insulting her. Police said the male victim intervened and told Williams he was being disrespectful. Oh. And that's when he uh, bit his ear off. Because that's what you do when you have a friend that's passed out in a wheelbarrow and you're pouring beer on her. So now a warning about being uh, disrespectful right. to the woman that you now have a warning? gotten blackout drunk and placed in the wheelbarrow. And then the solution would be, of course, to bite your friend's ear off. Because okay. Sometimes I'm just like, can straight men just do it already? Because that's what I think all this pent-up rage is. Like, they'll do anything to avoid... Okay. Coming out, yeah. bite not, their okay. friends' ear off. All right. <laughs> Plus, it's already been done. Mike Tyson did it. Don't steal someone else's act, right, Jen? That's it's annoying. right. It's annoying. I was thinking of Mike Tyson when you said that. Yes, thank you. Okay. I mean, that's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the White House is implementing a vaccination requirement for visitors that includes uh, members of the press. So, uh, haha, Ducey. Did <laughs> you get a sake bomb and a? Okay. Um, that'll be, uh, I think, coming this Sunday. So it's coming, man. The hammer's coming. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, there's no way he's not vaccinated, right? Right. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. All Fox employees are required to be vaccinated. They have a vaccine passport in order to work there. CNN. Yeah. Here's, I just don't understand what, more than half of unvaccinated Americans think COVID shots are more dangerous than the virus, according to a new poll. (coughs) I love they have to say in the story, that belief is wrong. The virus has already killed more than 600,000 Americans. Um, the new fatalities almost exclusively among the unvaccinated, offering vivid proof the shots work and are safe, just as officials and scientists have been saying all along. I, okay, I don't, I don't know how much clearer the numbers can get. Like, I don't know how much, okay. Yeah, your liberal woke numbers. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> I guess the 
articles. From I want to do my own research. <laughs> they are. They're woke numbers. Okay, a former Republican congressman has joined the 1-6 committee. Uh, Denver, former Republican Denver congressman, uh, Den- excuse me, Denver Riggleman. Not from Denver. His right. name's Correct. Denver. Yes. Okay. No. Um, he, welcome, welcome to the party. Yeah, he was an Air Force intelligence officer years ago. He has been um, vocal in denouncing Trump as election lies and conspiracies. Okay, so that's three sane Republicans well, now. Liz Cheney. Well, he's no longer a congressman, but right. he, he's, you see him on Nicole Wallace all the time. He's, right. on, he's on deadline White House right. all the time. This is what it's gotten to. Trump. Well, that Trump has a spokeswoman is surprising, but she went on the attack against Fox News after finding out they had edited his substantiated election claims out of an interview he gave to the network. Uh, it, he said, among other things, Jen, it's a disgrace what's happening. I don't think the country's going to stand for much longer. They're disgusted. You have a fake election. You have an election with voter abuse and voter fraud like nobody's ever seen before. Don't you enjoy, as a fantastic writer, his unbelievably limited vocabulary with the same exact phrases over and over no again. like nobody's ever seen god no, i no, listen no, to you read anything in trump's voice that delights me ah. oh you mean the office of the 45th president there's a statement nobody's ever seen no no, but even Trump's vaccinated. To, right. Just want to remind everybody. Yeah, he's also right. He's also. Oh, he has just had to give one hundred and thirty-five million dollars of um sketchy recurring donations back. Yeah. One ethics expert said, if you have to return that much money, you're definitely doing something either very wrong or very unethical, <laughs> which is so shocking for Donald Trump so, that it's yeah. Is he really going to give that money back? Like I just don't well, see had him to. ever. Yes. He oh, had he had to. to. So yes. somebody. Yes. Somebody got that account number, yep. and we're just we're effed, Jen Perkman. Jen Kirkman, we are in the idiocracy. Just drink your Brondo and shut up. That's. I mean, that's basically what I'm going to do while I watch the oceans burn. Um, Drink my Brondo and shut up. Only thing to do is get Jen Kirkman's podcast where she saves all the good stuff for. Love you, baby. (laughs) Thanks, Jen. Love you more.